<laughs> Welcome to the Four Horsemen Podcast. I'm your boy JT. Yo, I'm your man, I uh Ivan Mac. And I am Carlos G, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Here we are. <laughs> All right, boys. So, what's up, man? How y'all been? Chilling, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's quarantine and chill, fam. So, quarantine and chill. Yeah, I feel you. All right. So, at my current moment, I'm groggy. But other than that, man, I've been doing great, man. Like, not a whole lot of work, not a whole lot of uh, physical exertion that, you know, or mental exertion. So, I'm good. Just grilling, huh? Grilling every day. A must, man. Hey, listen, man. We fry together. We grill together. Right. Fat boys for life. <laughs> I'm not even gonna entertain you in that, bro. I want y'all to know that the G for uh, Carlos uh, is grill. So. <laughs> oh yeah, just so y'all know that G and Carlos name is grill. Uh, so a little bit about us, man. This is a podcast. Uh, we're three friends. We just like to get together and chit chat and bullshit. So that's what we're gonna do. Kind of let you on to inside of how our daily conversations be. So, uh, first up on the agendas, you heard that new Drake song? Uh, you talk the, the shuffle? Come on, the tits yeah. slide. Yeah, the tits slide. I haven't heard the song. I've only yeah. seen TikToks of people doing it, but I, I mean, you know, it's cool. I, I, I ain't mad at it. It's perfect timing, I guess, for the, uh, for the moment. So, don't worry, I'm about to look it up right now. Yeah. I mean, Might as well make a TikTok friendly song. You ain't heard it? Uh, Speak. Yeah, Carl's got a TikTok. He's going to be on the grill. He's going to be like, you flip the meat to the right, flip the meat to the left. <laughs> Bro, shut up. Yo, speaking of, of music, man, y'all uh, y'all wasn't tuning in on uh, the Instagrams last night, man. Listen, bro, I'm going to tell you a secret, bro. I'm going to grill like that. Like, so, I mean, I do. Not as much as I used to be, but like um, Lil John and... Uh, who was uh, no, not not many friends. Lil John and T Pain was doing one together, and they were playing new music. Man, they played uh-huh. a uh, Usher and Ludacris song. That song was fire, man. It's a new song they got years, together. Yeah, he said a song two years old. Uh, and Lil, Lil John convinced Usher to let him play it on the uh, Instagram last night. That's dope. Oh, well, a lot of people been doing that. Um, I know. Damn, what? Who was it? Hit Boy. Hip Boy and them had a beat battle, and they played some Drake and uh, Rowdy Rich. We're on fire. And they played some Nipsey and Big Sean, and that sounded like the song. Oh, yeah, that's right supposed there. to be on Big Sean's new album or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about that. If y'all don't know, I'm from Detroit, so. Me too. <laughs> and then also, uh, yeah, do it. Uh, T-Pain got a song coming with Chris Brown that he played last night, too. Ah, that's dope. It's really? on fire. Your boy wasn't I'm even about, doing that electronic uh, stuff or whatever. Uh, Auto tuning, I guess. Digital yeah, tuning. Yeah, auto tuning. Yeah, he wasn't doing any of that. I mean, so here, hmm. so here's a little known secret. I guess that a lot of people don't know. T Pain can actually really sing if you don't oh, believe. I know. I know. On a tiny desk, NPR's tiny desk or whatever. He does a tiny desk and it's him and a piano, and he is going in. So, for those of you who slept and thought that T Pain was all auto tuned and couldn't really do it on his own. Got a little news for you, fam. Yeah. Was well, I say, uh, yeah, but yeah, y'all haven't seen his um, y'all never saw his mass singer. When he That's won. right, he did win the mass singer, and nobody knew yeah. it was him because yeah. that's what people were on the yeah. That's what's up. But as soon as I heard it for the first time, I was like, oh man, mm-hmm. 
you could tell he got he could tell it was him. So uh like both of the songs were like really like sexual songs, like both of them was obviously coming from Usher and T Pain. Both of them were real sexual though. Yeah, man. I was trying but to... <laughs> also I on that song, I'll tell you Ludacris was on there, right? So this morning when I was up, I was thinking, man, like who would you guys consider to be the best sex rappers? Sex like, rappers? Yeah, here, you gotta give the pause, uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> gotta give no, I'm about to say, yeah, Plies is still number one. Plies is probably still number one. He's the only rapper that I know that ladies are like, you could actually play him like an R&B artist and like <laughs> and let it ride on that album. So, it, only other person, like Luda is definitely in that list. Fabo was in that list too, because I mean, they sure. like He's too short. Like, he ain't really sick though. He, he too raunchy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he too raunchy. That's what I'm saying. Like, too pop, I mean, yeah, not too popular. That album. Yeah, but he not. First of all, shut the hell up, man. Ain't nobody listening to no goddamn <laughs> candy shop. I mean, but that song, though, some songs on there. I mean, that song is cool. It's cool for the club. Yeah, but Plaz has like, yeah, more That song is cool for the club. Like, Plaz legitimately, like, you could be, like, in sexy time. Like, all right. Let's uh let's slide this flies in. And I don't even like flies, mind you. No disrespect to the flies, shout out like I say, because he's hilarious on the ground. Like he is. <laughs> but, he is. but as an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like he's not that's not my funk. But that being said, I will not disrespect his uh his musical canon in uh in that regard. So yeah. So what about Twister? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, fam, do you ever understand what he's saying enough to be like, yeah, he rapping about sex? Like, I don't think a girl want to hear him come out and be like, and I'm trying to be diddle, delete that ass. Uh, like, come over, eat that ass. Uh, come on, bro. Ain't Once yeah, again, right, like, right, Twister goes in the pan, same as like with 50 Cent. Like, they make great bangers or they'll make great songs, whatever songs are sound dope, uh, you know, in terms of like, it'll have the slow, sexy music, especially, you know, that back in that Timberland fast beat era. But it don't necessarily translate to, you know, it, it might be a song that I put on the list. I'm talking about Ply's album, fam. Like, with the exception of, like, a couple of songs that he'll make, like, you know what I'm saying, for, like, hood stuff. But most of the name stuff was, like, what's up, girl? Yeah, man, y'all just, like, smashed my whole list, man, because I, I guess I was in the wrong mindset when I was thinking about what this. Is, give me your list. Cause look, no, look, let me hear what's on the list. Let me hear what's on your list, he probably has <laughs> Nick Cannon. I can't even think of a Nick Cannon song right now, man. Other than uh, Gigolo. Gigolo. Uh, <laughs> like the first time I've done a But Too Short, Ludacris. I had Twister. And then Don't Laugh Me for the next one, but Juicy J. <laughs> and 50 Cent. <laughs> I mean, Juicy. You say no to Ratchet Pussy, Juicy J. I'm so Juicy J, again, is Juicy J and Too, and Too Short are in that same category. They are. I guess they more uh, like strip club music. I was going to say, like, it's more shock Damn. value. Juicy J ain't never made a song right. that I didn't took a broad down to, bro. Juicy J never made a song that I was like, yo, got shoddy in the room, about to go down, and I put on some Yeah, I'm going to like, I have not. She can be like, get the fuck I'm out of here. I'm not going to throw up. You get no you know, I'm saying, with 3-6 or whatever. Like, that's not the song that you put to get it to get it in with a, with a girl that you actually like. Well, I, I can't. Even a girl that you don't like, I'm still going to do that, so. Slop. <laughs> <laughs> No, yo, yo, Carlos being there. Hey, Carlos being there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl, you know what's up? Like, what? Damn, dang, He got a bot. He got a. He got a bottle of Irk and Jerk. And yo, I almost got my coffee, bro. Talking about, come on, girl. You know what you want? 
Like you want this meat? <laughs> and then that that's my that's my uh, that's my you love language. Bands will make her dance. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Who else did you that have? Was it, all of all of straight like, oh, fifty cent straight don't fit the whole criteria anymore, bro. <laughs> Yeah, fam, you know what we got to do now? Now we got to have a Spotify playlist, and Carlos got to be in charge of it. I got to hear Carlos' sex. I got to hear Carlos' the sex, the sex playlist. I got to hear this, bro. Oh, the rap the rap sex playlist, bro. Carlos get no cakes. You put that shit on, and nobody smashes. Nigga, like, get this nigga out of here, man. <laughs> can you imagine you on a date with a girl? She's like, so what you want to do? I don't know what you want to do. We can go back to your place. Yeah, let me set the mood. Put that Carlos' sex playlist on. First song come, first song come out. First song go. We riding spinners. We riding spinners. Don't stop. Like, dog, what? I ain't heard that song in a while. Yeah, I know. Oh man, that's funny. So, uh, y'all been seeing everybody's pictures of them with no haircut. Speaking since we were talking about not oh, cutting man. the hair. Y'all been seeing everybody with no haircut. I mean, pictures? I've been seeing pictures of dude, uh, dudes like that shave their heads, but it's all like. Uh, after the, uh, I was talking about like like a Diddy. Uh, oh, one of my. I did hear. I did hear that Diddy um was out here looking like a uh, a vagabond. Kevin Hart, bro. Yo, so, it wasn't looking too rich and famous. I will tell you that, bro. Was so like, is it all the brothers decided not to cut their hair and all the um all the uh, white dudes decided to um say they drank so? I mean that's probably the best thing to do yeah. i mean because you know you know you know how you know how black people are bro we'd be like yo nah i ain't gonna last that long bro i'd be able to get a cut i can go about a month without a cut three weeks in start looking like yo <laughs> go in the barbershop up the thing about me man i can't even like i can't like just do my own line because with my hairline set up so so <laughs> <I> have, <laughs> i'm not i'm not that artistic so <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man. yo, hell, I, you make that deposit no. your account, huh? So, <laughs> I had to take it all off, bro. <laughs> oh, it was a hard time. Right so I said, "Well, my hair been thinning for oh. years, so I was say like I, I, I let it grow out just to see how bad it was, and I was like, oh no, nah, I would definitely be shaving it during this, uh, <laughs> during this time." So. <laughs> Even I can't even stand and look at myself right. and see that boss. Like, nah, yeah. nah, we we off that. Right. So, well, luckily, uh, you know, I got good jeans. You know, saying my hair still yeah, my- You know, what I'm saying I got a flat top. <laughs> I ain't saying your jeans is bad. I'm just saying, like, you know, saying so in the hair game. I mean, I ain't you know get all the good I'm just giving you a hard time because I'm not here, so it's all good. Don't worry, man. I can't grow a full yeah, beard. Me either, bro. Oh, yo. Let's talk about the struggle beards, fam. I just got to I gotta interject this. I know it went on the list, but I don't care. Because my beard game is real weak. But this is probably the best beard that I've ever been attempted to grow in my uh, 38 years of existence. So I just want to say I, I finally got, like, five strands of hair on my cheek, on the actual, like, cheek part. You know, the part that, like... Because normally I only get sideburns and I only get yeah. so I'm just trying to see if this mustache is gonna grow out a little bit longer so at least can like pretend like it's gonna connect and then I'll I'll feel like yeah I'll have to call it a, I'll have to call it a win so 
Okay. So you're done to connect, bro? Yeah, man. I saw some one of my friends connect, me. bro. Like it wasn't, it wasn't even <laughs> at all. Forget connecting. It was just it's like a barren wasteland. So this is the first time that I'm actually I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or because I just don't care. And you know what <laughs> So this is the first time that I'm actually like seeing some real like progress. So that's why I'm just like, well, hey, yo, I won't be shaving. Do those beard creams huh? work? I haven't used any. I haven't used nothing. I don't know. Mm. I've been wanting to try them, man, but I mean, Listen, no point. Man, my, so my, my, yeah, my beard be trying to grow in and they be looking like it's going to go. And then it just stopped. And I'm like, Damn. but it's all right, man. One day, one day it's going to get there. It's going to get close. It's almost connected. Once it connects, I'm about to get the Beijing on my beard, bro. You got enough to fake it till you make it. See, for me, my whole face. So it would oh, yeah. no. <laughs> it would just be like, dog, why is your whole everything black? Like, what you talking about? We had uh, one of my, I saw somebody posted on Facebook, some girl posted on Facebook. She was like, yeah, if y'all can't grow, if your beard don't connect with quarantine, <laughs> y'all trash. <laughs> I was dying laughing. Oh, I was dying laughing. I was like, trash. Oh. And then I was like, wait, I was like, wait. Then in my head, I was like, wait. I, sh- I started to write, yo, if y'all can't grow no, a- if women, if you can't grow no ass and no titties, sit in the house all day, you trash. But I was like, nah, let me not write that. <laughs> I was like, that might be too much. All right, I was saying, if you can't flat iron during this quarantine, you trash. How about that? Oh, man, speaking of uh, learning how to do stuff Ooh. during the quarantine, man. No. Uh-oh. No, 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 real talk, man. Because this, kind of, this is like a great segue <laughs> into, uh, you know, what my topic was anyway, you know. Things we can do while shut in in COVID-19, right? Dude, grilling uh, is number I didn't one, put huh? Grilling specifically, I went more broader and uh, well, I guess a broader and I uh, put cooking. Bratwurst? <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> so, this, so I was saying, like, the first thing on the list, learn how to cook. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna put that. You know, then also with that being said, like I Yo, was talking about, like, learning here. how to meal prep and stuff like that, because I mean, a lot of people right now are, uh, you know having to telework, also teach their kids for as homeschool and stuff like that. So yep. now you got to learn how to meal prep in order to be able to get food a lot of people can't and cook. be able to maintain everything you got to do during the day, which to me is a great way to learn how to like, hey, you don't really have to eat out as much as you really do. So now you can start figuring out how to like, you know, uh, balance your life with meal prepping and, you know, maximizing your time and then also saving money so you can build a budget for not eating out so much. I'll no, you de- you definitely can, man. But the problem is, ninety percent of the world. No, man. But, yeah, what but I- that's it's, it's sad. <laughs> I think yeah, but saying that you can't cook up. in twenty twenty is like to me, it's kind of asinine because I mean, you can learn everything Absolutely. on YouTube. Well, and that's the other part too. Is it's so many resources besides YouTube, like everybody is giving away like free recipes and stuff right now. Like I got a subscription to New York, to New York times um, online, but the New York times cooking um, section, which is normally, uh, which normally costs money. They actually are get they got like free recipes and stuff, whatever that are up. So like people are super sensitive during this time. Like they are just giving out resources because they know like people are, are struggling. Mm-hmm. So there, for real, it's like legit no excuse for you not to be able to build a cookbook, to build like a, a repertoire of recipes, like try stuff, like yeah. do something new, like to be like stuck, you know what I'm saying? Delish, 
the Food Network cooking, you know what I'm saying, cooking.com. It's just it's just too much stuff. Like if you Google it, it will come. Right. So they're like me, man. I, I was talking teaching Brittany how to make ribs yesterday, man. I even and while I was teaching her, I was actually learning a, a new marinade that I had found on online where the guy was using um ginger ale and orange juice to marinate ribs in. And that just turned yeah. out phenomenal. What Bro, it was good. Kinda... Trust me. No, that makes, that makes sense. I, I must, I must say, I'm actually not surprised that. Uh... Uh... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right, man. Listen, I know how to cook, bro. My mom was a chef, so I learned how to cook see. at a very young age. So I could survive. I'll be all right. <laughs> all right. You don't know, bro. No, you I must have seen the bro, Instagram. The air fryer took it in. Had me, had me on. Want to try that, man? Bro, that was a and that was a stretch because I was nervous. I was like, bro, I ain't no air fryer, no turkey. I was like, what do I look like? <laughs> you about a some canola oil. You had an air fryer? Yeah, I do. Yeah, air fryer. That's gotta be a big air fryer, bro. Come on. I was gonna say, I'm like, you had an air fryer that big? Did you air fry a whole turkey? Dog, that's crazy. I'm I'm used to sticking. I got it on sale at Lowe's. Yeah, I got it on sale at Lowe's. Apparently, you can cook ribs and all kinds of stuff in there. Chicken wings. I was like, I don't know. I don't know how many chicken wings I'm. I'm like, you cook like a whole. Oh damn, man, speaking of like chicken wings, wings cooking yeah, items, that that's even like them. Um, what you call it? It's the pots, man. Like, it's it's no excuse for people not being able to cook this day and age, man. You know what I'm saying? God, it's the pot. All right, man. Well, listen. You tell them. Uh, listen, I guarantee you, there's a dude right now talking to a girl, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't know how to cook." And there's a dude, and the same dude probably like, "Well, right. I don't know how to cook." Go out and they can keep Domino's and Pizza Hut and everybody else is delivering in business right now. So. Hey, bro. Yo, more power to him, bro. Hey, because as soon as I get back to the States on Wednesday, guess what I'm going to Chipotle. But Chipotle, you can walk out of there with like a $5, $6, I'd say maybe like $7 in a burrito as long as you don't get no drink or chips and stuff like that. Well, chips are free. Listen, Bro, I'm about to go over, bro. Bro, but I literally ordered, I literally ordered, the other day I was being lazy and I ordered a pizza. About- and then Brittany was like, well, grab me some wings, even though the wings was trash. I ain't going to say what place it was. No, I, I ordered Did it because I was on like, grill? man, ain't doing nothing. Bro. Uh, bro it, it was, was Domino's. Like it bucks, was Domino's. Man. I was actually made wings. Yeah. I bought a pack of wings for $2, $2 or something. You know what I'm saying? $3, maybe 4 And then I could have bought a $5 DiGiorno, you know? It Put ain't them on the grill. Listen, man, as an adult, as no, an adult, it's hard good. to find a full meal to like to eat decently, you know what I'm saying, decently, and you're eating out for less than twelve dollars, mm-hmm. and that's and I mean, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and, and again, like I'm from Detroit, so you know it's not like cost of living is not super crazy here. So that's so I'm saying that like that's that's just like a that's like a baseline. Just in your mind, you already know. Like, look, fam, I'm finna break this twenty. Right, it's coming. You know, like, listen, bro. The saddest day I ever had was when I ordered Chinese food in California. They jumped high with it. I damn near cried, <laughs> bro. I, we ordered two things. I think we ordered like some lo mein and some like chicken fried rice. It was like $30. <laughs> I was like, $30. Right? I was like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, You ordered? I was like, This motherfucking lo mein and chicken fried rice better be fire. That shit was fun. <laughs> it's like, and I was like, okay. All right, man. But then as soon as I went to Florida, Bro, you can you can feed the whole family right, in Florida. Right. Like, yeah. you know, like me, I, I used to get I used to get sad when I got cold stone, bro. Like I'd be like, man, I could have bought a gallon of ice cream from Walmart for like five bucks. Oh, fast. And I just and I just bought, I spent like twenty five dollars on like three cones, you know what I'm saying? But you know why, man? It's convenience, bro. 
It's, you ain't gonna get that nowhere else. Right. It's craftsmanship. Yeah, it's the gimmick. It's all the other stuff, whatever. But that's the reason why I have just before the pandemic broke out, which is funny. I had made it. I, I had like super bad like fast food restaurant experiences. Right. Like I I went to the drive through. It was like right after uh, daylight saving time, and this is just get home uh, leaving from work or whatever. Like it was like three or four o'clock in the morning. Right. And I'm in the drive through. And I'm like, man, I'm finna just try to get a double cheeseburger and, and go to the crib. And they were like, we only serve breakfast. And I'm like, dog, it's literally just turned three o'clock. What are you talking about? You only serve breakfast. They're like, we only serve breakfast. I said, you know what? Screw you. I'm not coming here anymore. <laughs> I went to another. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to name them, but yeah, it was a McDonald's and, and screw them cats, man. But I was, so I went to another fast food spot that later on that day or whatever. Uh, before I had to go to work again, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm gonna just run in here and go grab something, whatever. Went in there. The girl, as soon as I got in there, well, first of all, the drive through line, it was only one dude in the drive through line and he was waiting forever. And I was looking like, you know what? Let me back up out of here. I'm gonna go inside. I went inside and the girl was at the counter and she was just like, hey, hey, are you in a hurry? She's like, I'm gonna just tell you right now, it's gonna be a long wait because, <laughs> and I just looked and I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I appreciate your honesty. And I walked out of there and I was like, dog, I think I'm all fast food. And I had made a commitment to only go to local restaurants or at least restaurants where I had to go inside and actually interact with the people. Like I couldn't go through a drive through because right. I was just like, no, so no McDonald's, no Wendy's, no none of that stuff or whatever. Like I wasn't doing it no more. I was only going to like, um, and again, I'm in Detroit. So like our, our diners or whatever, or Coney Island, like your, uh, they call it Coney Island. Um, but like, if I wasn't going into like a Coney, like Coney Island was like the closest thing I was getting to fast food, everything else or whatever, I was going to have to go in because I was just like, I was just tired of it mm-hmm. and I couldn't do it. I needed the full process. Like I needed the prep. I needed somebody that actually cared about the food, all the rest of the stuff, whatever. I didn't want a bunch of kids that were just in there or, you know what I'm saying? Adults or whatever, but just people who just didn't, was just doing it because they had to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I needed a place where they actually cared about the quality of the food. Right. So. But so, now that I'm not my biggest deal is like I still got like this early two thousand mindset when I like well, I could go get me a dog on double quarter pounder meal five six bucks. It never fails. I go to like Burger King, uh, McDonald's, anything like that. Then I'm like I'm gonna just get one meal and that's it. Come out and be ten, twelve, thirteen dollars. I'm like man, how is this costing this much? It's just a whopper. See, you messed up, man. If you go to the if you gotta go see the Burger King, bro, you gotta get the King box. The King, the that's King what they box. Tell you because you know it. Yeah, it's like six dollars, and they give you a whole a burger, fries, a drink, and a cookie and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because if you order a Whopper by itself, a Whopper by itself is damn near seven dollars. Facts. So if you get the King box, which come with all the extra stuff you don't need, you give it to a homeless person. Why you throw it in the trash? Whatever you want to do. Why you gotta? Why you gotta throw it in the trash? Right? <laughs> like. <laughs> so that's why we're in the situation we're in right now. <laughs> right. Hey man, listen, man, diabolical. All right, <laughs> diabolical. Oh man. So uh, speaking of funny, yeah, but now eating out, man. I try not to eat out. Well, I mean, this last three weeks, I've been eating out every day. It's great, bro. If y'all, hey, if anybody has any questions about chilies and wants to know anything about chilies, <laughs> I didn't own the company as much as I've eaten there twice a day for the last fifteen days, bro. I'm going crazy. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh man. So some other things yeah. to do. I have, man. This is a good one, I think, because it's. It's like thinking about some people who like, you know, don't like hunching. No, nah, I was gonna say, uh, you know, develop a relationship with those that are at home that you don't really necessarily get to see a lot. 
you know, because you work in and then you come home late. Because a lot of people who's out here got have physically demanding jobs where, like, they get home and they want to just crash out and go to sleep. Right. So it's a good time for a lot of people to, uh, you know, develop those relationships. And I, I seen a post on Facebook the other day where somebody was like, you know, it was they was kind of voicing. I guess they were on a, a rant where they were saying that, you know, people should be taking advantage of this time and not, you know, doing all this, uh, you know, TikToks and all this stuff. And I was like, well, at first I was like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. But then I'm like, man, some of these people are like, this is a legit like vacation for them because they've been working like super hard, like physical So like, I can't be mad for somebody to want to, you know, have fun with their families and stuff like that and take advantage of that time. But what, so when they would say take advantage of that time, like what they want them to do, what they want them to like sit around, sit get cool out. Out? I guess get out of the, uh, you know, like if you're in a, I guess a dead end job, they were saying like, oh, well, this is time where you can start making a plan. And I, and I agree with that to an extent, but I'm like, man, like sometimes like, hey, man, you need to work on a relationship with your, with people at home that you don't ever get to see or talk to or hang out with that much. Well, Unless, another thing too is like, that's cool. You're going to make a plan, but where are you going to make a plan to go? You ain't got no damn right. job. That's <laughs> what you're going to go work at Amazon? Right. Well, I mean, the other part of it is, okay, like after you develop your plan, then what? Like, okay, so I, you know, I'm saying I spent the last four hours or whatever working on a plan. All right, cool. I think I got my plan tight. I got all the rest of this time on my hands. Like, so then I'm making TikTok videos. Like, do, like you said, like, do, do something to, to, to make the time pass, man. Like, you know, we learned in our lives or whatever how to build a routine, how to, you know what I'm saying, the past time when you, when you kind of stuck in one place. Right. So, and everybody is not necessarily built for that. <laughs> so that's, that's the hard part about uh, a lot of, a lot of folks or whatever. They don't really know how to sit still either. Yeah. So, you know, and especially if you're an extrovert, like, uh, like myself or like Josh, you know, it could, it could cause you to go a little right. start crazy if you don't know how to, how to sit in, pl- sit in one place or how to take that time and be able to, you know, be in that space and stuff, whatever, and develop a routine. So right. that part of it is, is important too. During this quarantine, yeah. develop a routine, you know, like our a, a new routine. Right. Um, and that made me think about too, like, a, go ahead, bro, my bad. No, you good. I say, go I ahead. say like, even made me think about like, like people, like there's a lot of people probably had like startup companies and stuff, like right when this pandemic hit and it's probably going to be like it's slammed by this whole thing, man. Like I'm like, dang, man, it's probably people who, like just opened a restaurant for the first time. Like, man, it's a good a, a good friend of mine just opened up a um a custom clothing business, man. Um, last year, um, around this time actually, and um, you know, watching him. So I'm like, you in your first year, and this is what you get hit with, bro. Like, it's the um, you know, it's incredible to see. Like, now, thank God he has great clients. And, um, you know, the small business loan, I guess, is going to help out a little bit. But, I mean, well, you yeah, know. Well, the small it, business loan is supposed to get you through for a little, you know what I'm saying? Just, I mean, but they're not expecting, like, yeah. America ain't going to be able to stay shut down until the, until August. It's not going to work. Bruh, it's going to be wild, wild west. We're going to be like Carla and be at the gun store. Yep. <laughs> ready. In, in and out in 20 if minutes. If ain't got no job come August, bro. Yeah, if motherfuckers ain't got no job come August, bruh. Motherfuckers gonna start robbing. I promise. Yeah. Hey, I see uh somebody posted on Facebook. Somebody got them, man. I ain't gonna say their name, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw it. I, I saw like, it. That's crazy. Somebody got that. Dang. Yeah, it's a long story. Which yeah. it, it would, but what makes that situation even crazier is the situation where it happened. Yeah, that's why I was like, man, that's, nothing that's over a there. place oh. where it's like, oh, people say they leave doors unlocked and stuff, you know, because they ain't gotta worry about nothing like that. Yeah, because the shit like that don't happen in the real world out there. Yep. But you get in, you know, saying so you get in that confined spaces, and it starts getting a little crazy. Yep. 
And I was like, it's bad when you know it was a motherfucker from where you at. <laughs> like, it wasn't a motherfucker from, like, the, from the real world. It's a from where you at. There's no other way you could have got in here, fam. So uh, <laughs> right. it's yeah. one of y'all. Which one of y'all did? And, uh, but I mean, like, yo, they did make a valid point. It was like, yo, you better fess up now because if not, it's only going to get worse because if they get caught, everything, like, all of the whole situation is about to be blown way out of proportion. Right. Because they said it's like, like a everything is locked down now because how much money they spent. That and everything's a lo- everything's on lockdown. So wherever they was spending money at, they wasn't supposed to be anyway. Right. Oh yeah, that's so I didn't even think like, about so that. Was, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's where it gets bad because everything's on lockdown. Right. Mm. So, it's wild. Oh. But you know, hey man, it is what it is. But yo, definitely taking advantage of this quarantine time. Uh, I spent the last twenty or well, nineteen days in a hotel, but living my life. For y'all who don't know, you know, what I'm saying I'm overseas right now, just chilling. In a hotel room, had to do 15 days quarantine just mm. to be able to go to work. Went to work, finished my work. Now I'm just waiting to go back to the States. Super exciting for me. Um, I thought I was going to come over here, you be. know, buy some Yeezys, buy some bait, you know what I'm saying? Buy some Supreme. Yeah. It's like, nah, Psych. Man. I was buying <laughs> chilies. Yo, psych. We should shut down the studio. <laughs> yeah. Shut down the studio, bro. Right. Right. Man, I was I was thinking too, man. Like during this time, like as far as like, like, cause a lot of people, you know, later they rely on you know the school system to educate their kids. They don't really get a chance to you know, you know, oh. and actually impose yeah. their own type of you know teaching and understanding on their children. So I'm like, this is a good time to like teach your kids about things like that. You know, the school system may or may not teach you, like specifically with uh, Afro Americans and stuff like that, to learn about our culture and stuff. Yeah. Like, to me, that's this is a really important time, like. Particularly with me, like, I've been letting my little girl watch, like, little, I mean, TV shows about, like, you know, successful black people, not necessarily, like, 100% fact-based stuff, but, you know, it's a good start. And it made me think about, like, yeah, I can use yeah. this time to, like, really, you know, teach my own um, daughter about, like, stuff pertaining to our history. And not even, I, it made me think this morning when I was doing it, like, you know, like, we talk about, you know, black history in America so much, we, but, you know, our history pretty much, you know, goes from, you know, new Jim Crow to Jim Crow all the way back into slavery. And I'm like, man, this is a good time, too. Man. I think I need to start, like, learn about. I mean, obviously, the trail runs cold for most black people whenever they're looking for their history beyond America at, at the, you know, the shores of Africa, you know, basically. So, but I want to just, like, learn, like, different cultures and stuff from Africa and stuff like that and try to, you know, you know, kind of, I guess, to me, it's going to be like an imaginative thing, like what, you know, you know, our ancestors were like during that time, you know? Well, I mean, there, I mean, so... You do have is it I believe it's black ancestry black ancestry dot com yeah. uh besides regular ancestry and stuff so there I mean there are resources that at least to help to give you get you kind of in the region of where you're right. from so it could kind of help to build your story a little bit more so like if you picking places that you want to start researching or or you know cultures or or tribes or whatever that you want to start learning more information about you can do it based off of those regions if you if you decide to go that far into it or whatever with the dna search and stuff but it's it's funny that you mentioned that though because i um was having the same conversation with uh with my uh my homegirl granny uh well you know granny, yeah. but um was kicking it was kicking it with her and she has sent me this video you know everybody been doing a little the, the no person left behind challenge where they show the people you know what i'm saying putting on a they, they cool gears like been one with the military folks been one with doctors been one with dudes with suits you know what i'm saying most of the ones that i've seen have been uh, black and brown folks. This particular one that she sent me was um, it was a it was a group of little girls 
um, and they were dressing them up in like traditional Native American gear. And I thought it was probably the cutest one that mm-hmm. I've seen um, far and away. But it was one of those things where we talked about like it sucks that we don't know more about Indigenous Americans or whatever or First Nationers um, and their history and what they did in the country before it became right. America. Um, you know, and, and and that went to and it just made me think like just uh, and I made the made the statement or whatever, like I really wish that we learned more or we were more culturally diverse or whatever um, uh, in terms of history in the school system. And then I thought about it for a second, like, well, shoot, my kids are at home. What's stopping me from, you know, from teaching them that stuff? Right. Except for me, you know, so I had to be, uh, again, more proactive. And it's something I definitely have to add to the list or just being more proactive and finding ways because I got little kids, so they, they real little, right. you know, and it's, I mean, so it's a little bit more difficult for me to just go into talk about Nat Turner and all that kind of stuff, whatever, or, or like you said, showing them a movie or something about, about stuff. So it's like, I had to be a little bit more creative in terms of how I right. teach them that kind of and stuff. And while it's on my mind, uh, I think Granny would be a great guest uh, star or guest uh, person on the podcast in the future. Just, just putting that out there. Cause she, she can, she has a good conversation. Oh, yeah, for sure. True. Very true. I say, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll figure out how to do how to pull that off. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people. I've seen this video the other day. A lot of people are struggling to teach their kids basic math. <laughs> it's hard out here, Brad. I mean, a lot of that. A lot of that boils down to like how they do math now, man. It's different than what we learn, you know. Uh huh. I, I, I was like, quote new math stuff or whatever and i i mean once again i don't have to experience that because i'm teaching my son basic arithmetic so addition and subtraction or whatever so i'm good i think i think when they come to the the new way that they do long division and some other stuff whatever you know what i'm saying maybe an issue but that's something once again i'm like you can google if you were decent in math before i mean and maybe some people just weren't decent in math but i'm like long division you know you should be able to teach yourself the new stuff and right. i'm like this there's and there's a lot of there's a lot of websites out there like me like personally like because I want I want you know my daughter to be you know developed I guess uh, beyond her own actual grade level so I I purchased a, a right. website called uh, IXL which I found out about it back when we were out in Washington and um their school used to use it and me you know being who I was oh. where I uh, I was hoping that they didn't uh, that they didn't uh, cancel the membership she had she transferred you know. <laughs> I should have known you was going when you said no who I was. Oh yeah, cheap out No, but then I'm like, and you know, and, and when it didn't when it stopped working, you know, I'm sitting there like, man, I, I can never be cheap when I'm talking about my girl, my daughter's education. So I went ahead and I purchased a year-long membership, man. And like now she has access to learn like K through twelve, everything, including also Spanish and stuff like that. So you know, I encourage her to get on there. And it's really good because it, you know, it really walks the child through the different stuff. And so, like, yeah. even as a parent, like, if I couldn't teach her something, you know, this this website can. And like y'all said, there's a lot of other you know media platforms out there that can teach your child stuff that you may not can. Yeah, I'm gonna say, yep. Yeah. Shout out to ABC Mouse because we definitely own that boy. So <laughs> I'm gonna say, oh, yeah, <laughs> wearing it, be... right? Oh. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, quarantine life, man. So, what's, what else did you think about in your quarantine? Like, listening because right now is spend time with your family, no. learn how to. The grill. list is long, bro. That's the only two things you gave. I was trying. I know. Give me a, like. Give me like the the top three. 
Uh, so like, I mean, basically stuff we can do, like, I mean, a lot of people, you know, they start off with the year, you know, you know, 2020 has already been hectic, but they start off the year saying they're going to do different little things like read books and stuff like that. So I put that on the books you've been like, people been talking about reading or something like that. Read them, you know, it don't even have to necessarily be like a self-help book and be, you know, just something that, I mean, I guess, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, fictional type stuff, you know? I must say, look, man, get you some Terry McMillan. You know what I'm saying? Get you some, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, you don't have to just do, yeah, you don't need Ayala to fix your life or whatever, or uh, Robert Kiyosaki or whatever to teach you how to be, you know what I'm saying, a rich dad, even though those are excellent books, uh, or, you know what I'm saying, are, are excellent authors of stuff or whatever, like you said on the self help tip. But I mean, yeah, get into, get into, get into some of the imaginary stuff, man. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of good fiction and stuff or whatever books. You know, go go take some of the throwbacks or get some of the classics, mm-hmm. man. You know what I'm saying? Get you some, some goosebumps or you know, yeah, <laughs> not goosebumps. Some third grade read level head ass. <laughs> goosebumps. Hey, no, nah, but uh, shout out to all my photographers, yeah. man. A lot of my photographers out there, like you know, they always you know behind on their photos and stuff. You know, you ain't shooting now, man. Get the editing. So you know, it's a great time to do that during this uh, COVID nineteen. That's true. I'm like you can definitely you can go back get some of the throwbacks and pull some stuff out and you know what I'm saying practice or practice new technique yep. or whatever you know Adobe software man that junk is it's time consuming so you got you got time right <laughs> you got yeah, some time man. to play around I, I discovered I'm a natural at Lightroom and I ain't even you know what I'm saying I ain't even tapping to my phone. <laughs> yeah bro hey yeah. Keep, keep it up man I'm telling you man, man was on Lightroom but I was on Lightroom just messing around I was like yo this look dope mm-hmm. I was like hey yo so but, you know listen man my go ahead go ahead Huh? I would say, man, look up some uh, say my uh, cinematic for... cinematic movies. <laughs> cinematic. Like cinematic, yeah, the, that look is a look. You can edit your pictures look like the that look. In, uh, in, a, in a Lightroom. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. I was trying to figure out how to use Photoshop. It ain't for me, bro. So I was like, listen, <laughs> if I take a picture of an ugly person, tell them I'm making them pretty, they're just gonna look ugly. All right? <laughs> they gonna look ugly with a dope ass background. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> bro, you sound like me Photoshop, six years ago, man. Photoshop, just keep working Photoshop, it. Man. Bro, Photoshop I tried to Photoshop something. Oh, bro, I tried to Photoshop something and I messed around, and deleted the whole person. I was like, oh, did not mean to do that. Right. I mean, but that's the how you. I was like, how you get them back? How I get the person back? You undo, bro. Control Z. I was doing an iPad, bro. Come on, man. That's why you always always keep your base layer, bro. Command base layer. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I said. That's the other part you got when you start learning layering. And it's a bunch of other, I mean, geeky stuff we could probably get into. But layering saves the day because if you got a base layer, you put that layer. I'm gonna save y'all some time right now, bro. Listen. Y'all must not have heard me. I said, if you ugly and I take a picture of you, you still gonna be ugly. All right? I'm not gonna make you look pretty. I'm gonna make your background look dope. You know, so I'm, I'm, gonna, you know, so I'm gonna edit your picture a little bit of Lightroom, get the lighting right, and make you look like your ugly self gonna look beautiful in that picture, but you're still gonna be ugly. All right, that's just gonna be. That. But it's, I mean, but see, with the layers, it's stuff that you can do. Even if you want to lead a person ugly, you can change the background. Like if you want to make the background black and white, but lead a person in color, it's all kinds of. Nah, the little... I would never disrespect no ugly person like that. You know how hard that be. You got a white background and you just ugly. All they see is your ugly ass picture. Like damn. I don't even know why I'm entertaining you right now. <laughs> uh, no, but you know, my top three things that I recommend for people stuck at home, if you wish a significant other, you know, so, or a jump off, Netflix. You can never watch enough Netflix. Listen, they got some great documentaries on there. If you ain't seen The Tiger King, 
that shit shows you how fucked up America was and why this happened to us. It's great. Uh, <laughs> what else? It is, it is the, the best of the worst of us. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's the best of the worst of what's wrong with America. It's great. <laughs> I love it. That's the kind of shit I live for. It. Uh, there's just plenty of stuff to do, man. You can watch TV shows. Ozark. If you ain't seen Ozark, yo, change your life. Yeah, I finished that one. Um, Haunch. You can... You can never haunch enough, you know what I'm saying? Haunch, haunch what is haunch? That'll at least last you a week or two, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but yo, PSA, man, listen, don't be out here naming your kids Corona. Or COVID or, Brian, or I heard somebody say. Yo, somebody, somebody, somebody Brian? Oh, yeah, somebody said. Nah, somebody already named their kids COVID and... Uh, yes, COVID yeah. and Corona. Yeah, they yeah. already, they've already... They've so, already listen, that ain't it. Not yet. Yeah, that no. ain't it. That ain't it, King or Queen. That ain't it. All right, that's we ain't doing right. it. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna give you a, a, a open face taco smack if I hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, what you mean? Oh, your baby's so cute. What's it? What's her name? Corona. I'd be like. Listen, man, and I and I was an avid fan of Coronas as far as uh as beer is concerned. So you know what I'm saying. So I and I and I have also shout out to another a friend of ours or whatever whose last name happens to be Corona, which I actually am not feeling real bad. Men <laughs> 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 having a hard time. Having a hard time right now. Yeah. Oh, anyways, but so shout out to shout out to uh shout out to the homie, man, but. <laughs> He feels better mean? about it now that you gotta give him a shout out, you know. Well, I'm saying like I'm saying first name why like your last name that's different. Right, I'm saying, like, you can't do that. Name, you yeah, can't do that. Yeah, that's that's how he was born. That's literally yeah, family yeah, name. I'm like, talking about your first name. Like yeah. if you name your kid, you like I'm after this. If it was before Corona COVID, all right, cool, I got you. Cool. This doesn't pertain to me. Right. So if you did that shit after November twenty seventh, two thousand nineteen, right. Wrong. Wrong. You know you're wrong. You know you're wrong. Yo, so switching it up a little bit, man. It's something else I see um this morning that kind of piqued my interest. Uh, like this is going towards sports now. So you know, with uh, with this COVID nineteen thing going around, a lot of people have been well, pretty much they've been canceling pro days. So you know, that's going to to me take a big hit on the NFL draft, and you know, you're going to start missing out on some of these athletes that may have you know went went under the radar during their whole NFL career. I mean, excuse me, NCAA career. Yep. And then now, like, they may or may not, yep. you know, be get known, known about and get drafted and stuff like that. So we're going to lose out on some of them. Like, I mean, somebody like Tom Brady, look at him. He went, you know, late late in the draft and stuff. People like that we're going to miss out on. <laughs> Terrell Davis type. Yeah, but I feel Listen, like bro. You, can still, you can still do walk-on. You can still walk on tryouts. You know what I'm saying? You can go undrafted and, you know what I'm saying, do a walk-on right. tryout. And if you if you as good as you are, you'll get picked up by right. somebody. This is this is indicative, or this is uh, the only thing I can really compare this to is just how it was World War Two, like World War Two. You know, where you had um, top tier um, athletes actually going into war, like Ted Williams left baseball, all the rest of that kind of stuff, or whatever. Like they had to basically shut down the league and start women's baseball to supplement, you know, uh, what was going on because it was so many people that like went that went to war. So like there, I mean. The leagues, yeah, I'm saying the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, uh, National Hockey League, um, MLS, you know, soccer, and as not just our soccer, but shoot, uh, even the, you know, I'm saying the Premier League and all the international stuff, whatever. I just gonna have to be real creative with how they go about, um, 
vetting players or looking at talent um, because, I mean, everything has changed, bro. Like, nothing is the right. same um, in the words Drake, since we just talked about him earlier. Like, nothing, you know what I'm saying? Nothing is the same, bro. Nothing, like, everything is going to be completely right. different um, from this point on and how people go about doing stuff. So, so you're right. Like, it is going to be some, it's going to be some unsigned hype that's going to end up, uh, you know, uh, coming through and we'll, uh, we'll hear about them and there won't be no combine or none of, none of that kind of stuff or whatever that, that will exist that will have been able to showcase them. But the combine is kind of a joke anyway. It's really awesome. It, to, I'm about to put on my uh, my dashiki oh, and my... Uh, my oh, shit, here we go. But it's, really, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really awesome, uh, you know what I'm saying, some some slave day stuff anyway or whatever. Like, they basically was putting cats in the stockades, like, showcasing who... Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what is a 40 show? What's a 40-time show? Anyway, you know what I'm saying? With the exception of like, I would rather you give me, you know what I'm saying? I need to know how long, I mean, how fast you get either straight out the gate or how fast your buildup time is. Like, 40 yards don't really give me how fast you can run away from somebody, especially if we're talking about, like, wide receivers and that kind of stuff or whatever. Like, it's a lot – It's there are other metrics that would be – that are other things they could probably do that would be able to give you a better indication of, of how well somebody could run and that kind of stuff. And like, and, I, and I've heard it from multiple sports talk people. Like, I, I'm a big Dan Patrick fan. Um, you know, I listen to a few other people or whatever. But, like, I just think that's – I think that's weak sauce. Um, a lot of the stuff that they do at the at the combine, like you know, I'm saying, even you bench pressing and all the rest of the stuff. Like some people can't bench, but that don't mean that they can't get you up off of them, though. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and that's you know what I'm saying. And and I I just to have everybody go through the same types of tests or everybody go through the same types of of uh, of uh, parameters or whatever is not indicative, especially as a, as it changes position. It's it's not a good indicator in terms of who who's who's better, who's not. So. And I know they've been doing it for years, so they think that that's that's the move. But we we gonna see right. what's gonna be I mean, now. I think a lot of guys <laughs> some have already right. been taking it to social media and uh, you know displaying their talent. Which, like you said, I mean, you know, why? Like you know, forty times not necessarily what is going to be demonstrated how successful you're going to be on the field. We all know that. But I mean, like most of these players, all they know to do, like, hey, let's go, let's go do a uh, you know a combine or a pro day workout on my social media and put that up there for the people to mm-hmm. see. And really, that doesn't really even, you know, even go to say how, you know, how well of a player you're going to be. I mean, look at Jerry Rice. You know, Jerry Rice was was slow when it comes to the 40, but you couldn't keep up with him on the field for nothing, yep. even when he was like 40 years old. Man, you know? he, he <laughs> always had a way to get away from you. Like, if he had the ball in his hands, you were not going to catch him, period. Like, right. it didn't if he had a lead on you, you can hang it up. It don't matter what your 40 time is. It don't matter how fast you think you are. You were not going to catch that man, period. Like, and that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, there's no, they haven't come up with like a steeplechase type of thing or something like that, whatever, that would be able to show, you know what I'm saying? Somebody being able to display that, that level of elusiveness or that, uh, that ability to be able to get that, get that jump on you. And that's why I'm like, I just think that the, the, some of the, the, the tests and stuff that they have on a combine are just are antiquated. Mm-hmm. They're outdated. They need to be, especially the 225 rep max thing. Like that to me is not really a true uh, demonstration of strength. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cause you can condition yourself to lift 225 a plethora of times, like, of course, and not necessarily translate into anything on the field. That's what I said. Like, it's it's not showing me how you could push somebody up off you or how you break tackles or, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
how you or how you could keep a dude down that, you know what I'm saying, that normally breaks tackles. Like none of that stuff is, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it it like I said, they they almost need to put people through the one of them ninja tests <laughs> and let me All see. Right, you get family, really this, ain't no, <laughs> this ain't no American ninja warrior, right? Right. Yo, <laughs> but let me <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's a better indicator, like of 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 physical strength and agility, though, than it is what right. they hate yeah, doing. But, let's, but listen, but none of that means coordination. Like it's cool, you athletic as hell, and you can run this ninja course. But if I throw you this ball at 20 miles per hour, you know, what I'm saying fly between two people, can you I'm catch that motherfucker? I'm not saying you take away the catch and run stuff either, though. That's I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like certain parts of that are better. Then you just lifting a bunch of weights on a bench or you squatting, you know what I'm saying, 440. Like, I don't care. Like, can you can you get this bag up off you, though? Can you, you know what I'm saying, can you move this dude? Like, when my man's who is, is 325 and is physically insert, exerting himself against you, can you get him up yeah, off Yeah, but I think a lot of no? reason why okay, they don't do that is medical, way, medical liability, bro, because if somebody get hurt out there, guess what? You just ruin their career. I mean, a lot of the thing with the combine yeah, tonight, sure. it's, it's like, to me, it's still it's a money thing too, man. It's a televised. A lot of people watch the combine and stuff like that. I mean, I grew up, you know, watching the combine, looking at these different athletes. It's a money thing now. So it's kind of like almost like it's it's yeah. gonna be hard to be like, all right, we need to change this up and, and do things differently. But you know, everybody's talking about oh, 40 times and uh rep max and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean everything's still- a money thing, bro. It's all yeah. about the money. But the draft is highly televised, yeah. Like it's it's definitely yeah. about the bread. Speaking um, of that, what do y'all think about the uh the new playoff system? What it's like? What is it? Uh, how many oh. teams now? I think it's fourteen. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, is it twelve? They add yeah, another, they wild, another wild card. They yeah. gave more of incentive on winning the, uh, your your uh, your division to actually one only one team if you win the conference. I guess uh you get the first round by. But how's and they added a game and run that back? You said what? I think you win. I think now your division. See, the, I can't remember exactly, but it's uh. So, so please don't quote me on this. Um, it's going down like well, only one team is going to be able to get that uh first round by now per conference. So it's oh, more incentive, it's okay. more incentivized, you know. As you know, that, you that made, that's made a big difference as far as playoffs, you know. Uh, to you know, you know, having that first round by, and then you know, getting your players rested up and stuff like that. That's made a. I mean, that's stats are shown to you know most teams. Tend to uh you know win the Super Bowl in that regard. I thought they most teams tend to. Well, I guess yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Don't quote me on none of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know they are. I know they are adding um adding a game for right. the season as well, which is a big deal because I mean going from sixteen to seventeen games Listen, is. Uh, I'm never gonna complain about more football. Right? Never. Right, but I mean, for the players, man. I mean, to me, like that's like I was listening to Skip and Shannon. They Skip was saying, I mean, excuse me, Shannon Sharp was saying that it kind of like you know you're gonna have these eight and eight teams. He kept talking about the Cowboys because you know he messed with Skip Bayless all the time. <laughs> he was like, "You got the Cowboys making it to like no, I don't want nobody medi- no mediocre team in the playoffs." Like, nah, you didn't get it during the season, so you don't you don't deserve a right to be in there. Listen, bro. Listen, like I said, more shout football. out to the Cowboys. <laughs> Shout out to the boys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We yeah. got, own, we them got boys. own problems right now. We got to deal with it. Right. All right. Yeah. Hell, the Jets might make the playoffs now. Man, I doubt it, but. <laughs> Dang, bro. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Fire. <laughs> no, but I, mean, I get it. Now, the players are definitely, it's more, it's more game, so it's more wear and tear. But at the same time, I look at it like, 
They need yeah. to raise that cap. Didn't they raise the cap? Or did they? Yeah, I think they did. I think so. I'll check. I don't know. I'll read it. But I mean, it's money, man. Listen, I'm all about the bread, bro. Somebody told me, hey, listen, bro, go out here and do this for 17 games and we give you a couple mil. All right, sign me up. You know what I mean? Man, I do that on the bench, too, bro. <laughs> yeah, I be sitting there. How many games? Be I like Jamie Foxx in any given Sunday eating Doritos on the sideline, bro. All right, next game, Jack. What? All right, I told you one five out. minutes ago. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> no, man. Hey, but no, but you know, speaking of things and money, yo, now is the time, all right, to start investing in your future. I promise. Listen. Yes. It don't got to be much. Take $10 a, a week, a month. You know what I'm saying? Skip that meal out to eat. And Word. just put it in an account. And then buy a stock. Listen. I'm telling you, bro, because not, you're not going to get another chance like this. I promise. Yep. There's so many apps now that make it easy, man. You got Robinhood. You got Acorns. You got uh, – give me another one. I'm uh, – I'm, I'm, uh, E-Trade. Yeah, all that stuff, man. Yeah, all of them. There's, there's tons. Yeah. You right, you. I mean, we talking about like, I mean, with, with Robinhood and, and stuff like that, whatever. I mean, you literally can you could put in ten dollars, however much you want, like you want to deposit in there and, and invest it. But I mean, even with E Trade, even if it's got or Ameritrade or whatever, even if it's got a fifty dollar minimum, it's still like, bro. There's like, I mean, it, you literally you can go on there and just play around, man, and not really lose no whole bunch of money. I mean, I know Cash is spending more than that at the strip club by accident. Facts, you, know what I'm you spend bro. more than that. You motherfuckers, um, I know motherfuckers that'll spend two hundred dollars in a night of drinking like it's nothing. So you could put fifty dollars. Yes, that's you put fifty dollars in a you know what I'm saying in a motherfucking Robinhood account, and you know what I'm saying just play with some stock markets, learn it. Because I'm telling you now, if this if this is going the way it's gonna go, the economy's gonna crash, and you want some sort of backup plan. Because I right. think like somebody was saying, I think the dude like one of the dudes from GE was saying, the spokesman, there's gonna be an other side of this. And what side are you gonna be on when we come yes. on the other side? Right. It's gone. It's definitely going to be another side, and that's and that you know what I'm saying like, um, I mean that goes into the planning and all the rest of that stuff too, or whatever. Like, I mean, I see somebody saying like, "Yo, uh, you know, just talking about getting a side hustle and all that kind of stuff, whatever." But like, yeah, now is the time, man. I got a um, side hustle, and and, and I'm not saying like, yeah, and I'm not saying stress yourself out about like coming up with something, but just you know, be thoughtful. And I mean, and, and even on uh, for sure on the investment tip or whatever, like get some insurance. Get some, you know what I'm saying, uh, mess with the Forex market, mess with, you know, with the stock market, right. all of that stuff, man. Like those things are super, are super, super important. And it's like, and get it for the low because everybody, everything is, everything is, yeah. is for the low now. Like, you know, make a sacrifice instead of spending uh, what the, the 30 to $50 that we just talking about at, uh, <laughs> on, on delivery food, like that. you know, and I'll be right, right here, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's the thing with me, like, Obviously, before going into this, you know, I was I was thinking on more of a mindset of FI, you know, financial independence. And then now we get the market get hit like it is. We're in this bull market now. I'm just like, dang, yep. like, do I continue to make any huge payments trying to pay stuff off, or do I throw something in the market now? You know, because I mean, and and I feel like yeah, there is gonna be other side of this, and on the other side of it, you know, I have more money to be able to yep. knock out the debt that I have. So, I mean, me, I went ahead and threw yeah. some money at anyway. I wanted to throw a lot more, but. I was just like, I'm gonna still keep this whole, uh, you know, debt payoff thing in the forefront of my mind. Yeah. Uh, so you remember I said about my plan on how I want to do the house thing and all that stuff, right? Uh, so it's changed a little bit. My plans changed a little bit because I found a new thing. It's gonna be good. Uh, but the biggest thing you want to do now is make sure you have cash. All right, keep a, for a, sure the cash room. 
thousand dollars under your bed stashed away. But keep, try to keep at least a thousand dollars in cash on you just in case things get super super bad. You want to have some kind of currency on you because we, you know, so you never know. Like worst yeah. case scenario. And if it don't get super bad, just take yeah. that thousand dollars and put it back in the mm-hmm. bank. But just a heads up, definitely keep some cash on you in case this gets out of control. Right. But I was, uh, yo, but so they said that the housing market might crash. Right? I hope so. I mean, well, I do it. I don't. <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, I mean, granted, yo, I don't want to buy, but I mean, if I can, if I but can I afford my dream bro. house, yeah, if I can afford it, if I can buy my dream house in California, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> sorry, fam. Hate to be, they hate to see it, right? Stay. Right. <laughs> I was like, we're we're all in the buyer seat right oh, now, yeah, so that's yeah, what yeah. we got all that tip. So, so yeah, so definitely no disrespect to our homeowners or our home investors, people who are already in the in the game or whatever, are are trying to you know keep right. their head above waters. But so I came up with a dire proof plan. I was like, it'll work. So right now I'm just trying to stack up enough money to put a down payment on a house, right? Like cash out of pocket. So right. instead of using a VA loan, just get a regular home loan. Uh, buy a house for you know, buy a house in like Alabama somewhere for like $80,000, put a decent down payment on it, and rent it out. Right? I know some people that will take it, rent it out. I have a you know, so I already have a dedicated renter that'll rent the house out, and that way they just paying the mortgage in the house. Meanwhile, while I'm you know, sitting over here doing my thing, uh, just saving up money, if we can, if the housing market crashes, I'm buying a house in California, that's the first place I'm buying a house. Mm-hmm. Because eventually, yeah, this will all even itself back out, and it's gonna be, back. gonna be booming. <laughs> it'll be <laughs> so I'm buy, I'm gonna buy a house in California for cheap, pay it off, and hold, just hold on to it. And then the plan was with the VA loan, and then the plan was with the other VA loan, just uh, buy a vacation home somewhere. Yeah. And then, so now I have a source of income at this house that I bought in Alabama. That when it's paid off, whatever I'm getting, however much a month from this as a source of income retirement. And then, you know what I'm saying, now I'm working to pay my, now I live in California, so I can go work at PhD, you know what I'm saying, do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know what I mean, pay that house off, and then I'm just paying off my vacation house, and then I'm chilling. Yeah, so, I've definitely been looking at some, a lot of uh, real estate bro, stuff. You, bro, I've been looking at all of it, because I'm like, yo, as soon as they say, hey, market crash, that, hey, it's time, <laughs> activate. Bro, I told Brittany, man, we moved back out to Washington, like, <laughs> I'm looking at some places in Mississippi, like, this stuff out there is just like, and it looks like nice stuff. And I'm like, man, we, you know what I'm saying? With our income, like we could definitely be able to afford, you know, something in Mississippi and then rent it out, you know, and not and not feel like we're taking a risk with, you know, with the market and stuff like that. Just oh, off the price of it. So, I mean, right. just make sure you have solid renters. Like, I know I have solid renters in Alabama, so that's why I'm not stressing yeah. it. You know what I'm right. saying? So I'm like, all right, I know these people. I was like, I know this has to be rented out to, to family. So I was like, all right, it's cool. We good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, that's it's- one less thing to worry about. Right. And speaking of that, man, it goes back to like what's my thing you can do while we shut in. It's like, you know, you can really like, is that something we want to do? You know, I'm tra- I've been trying to familiarize myself with, you know, the real estate market and, you know, ways of going about how to, you know, get started. Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know a little bit about it, but I feel like if I'm going to be trying to be, uh, you know, buying, purchasing real estate and then rent it out, I need to I need to be 100 uh, percent understanding of what I need to expect and know about the whole system so that way I'm not hit blindsided by anything. Right. So I mean the best thing to do honestly is get a real yeah. estate book, man. This is the you ain't got nothing to do, nowhere to go. No, yo, listen, a lot of y'all that's talking about y'all just lost your job, you could become uh, a real estate agent real easy. Read that book, take the test. Cause when mm-hmm. this is all said and done, you know what I mean? You could be flipping and selling houses. Because right. rich people are gonna buy houses, right? So anywhere that it's yep. a market, I mean and it varies state by state. Yeah. There's plenty of ways to get money. Like I found my little side hustle. Yo, shout out to StockX. Uh, 
motherfuckers is buying, you know, one thing I love, bro, people is going to be people. All right, mm-hmm. motherfuckers are still buying sneakers. Motherfuckers yep. are still buying uh, name brand clothes. You know, saying like Supreme, Bape, and all that stuff. So right now, man, people is buying Bape uh, face mask. That's a little yep. uh, what you call it, little surgeon mask. Yeah, they buy them for I think like one fifty to two fifty, and they only cost like forty dollars. Mm. You know me, I was like, well, shit. So what I'm about to go do as soon as I get out of here, about to buy <laughs> everyone they got in the store. Sell them things. You know, it's cool. All you do is some a little bit less than market value. So, like, if you got something that somebody wants, like all y'all sending them sneakers that y'all ain't never wants to sit in a box, check SockX, man. Make some money mm-hmm. while you sit here. You probably right. gonna never wear them sneakers anyway. So, sell them. Get paid. Right. That way, you got a little right. source of income while this is going on. I tell you what else is selling like high case right now in home workout equipment. Oh, bro. Yo, yo, dude. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Are, are, are right. at a premium right, right. now. I got also. dumbbells on, on Amazon the other day because I got one long 35 pound dumbbell. I was like, man, I need a second one. Went on there, like, cannot find any 35 pound dumbbell. Because you know what? All the gym rats can't go to the gym. Right. And one of the little Facebook groups, yeah. I mean, somebody like, do somebody got an Olympic weight rack and a uh, Olympic weight suit I can buy from? I'm like, man, ain't nobody selling that right now. And if they but are, you- they selling it at a doggone max markup. Yo, the other thing people are selling too, people are buying <laughs> electronics like crazy. Like, yo, if you got a Nintendo Switch and you don't play with it, put it on the market, bro. Dude, just buying people is buying stuff that they would not normally never buy or pay as much as they pay for it. They say Switches is going up for, to almost 600. Like, people is paying a lot of money for a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, because they sold really? out. Yeah. Oh, that's like Apple, just, bro. Yeah, so there's plenty of ways to get money if you put your mind to it. Yeah, is it going to put you at a disadvantage for a little bit? Yeah, it's going to suck that you're going to lose your Switch or you're going to lose your favorite pair of Jordans that you never wore. But that money that you can make off of it, that might be able to feed your family or hold you over, you know what I'm saying, in these hard times. Definitely, definitely. Right, take that take that and flip it on a, on a, right. on a stock market or whatever, you know what I'm saying, right. other stuff that you start on a, I think. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm gonna make hey, out. On a lighter note, man, uh, things you can do while we, uh, you know, uh, shut in for COVID nineteen. Uh, you know, figure out creative ways you can use all that toilet paper you done bought up out of the stove. That you- <laughs> Come over here, wipe my ass, and leave, motherfucker. <laughs> oh shit, I can't, bro. I can't. I can't. Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, facts, bro. Yo, all that toilet paper y'all bought that y'all was going to flip it on the streets. Right. Hey, you better start making toilet paper linguine, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> y'all wonder who that person was. I've been seeing people doing, like, a photo shoot with toilet paper in the background, man. <laughs> like, build a little toilet paper castle. <laughs> I seen a toilet paper dress, bro, like, for bro, real, for real. Yo, it's... Straight jerks. I did see somebody making like toilet paper, like high end, like uh, like couture, like uh, sh- uh, women's dress shoes. <laughs> On it's like, I was like, I was like, I would be mad if those shoes didn't look so dope. I was like, and it's and the photo, the 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 photo shoot wasn't like was it wasn't a one. I was like, well, and actually, I was like, no. I couldn't even be mad at it. I was like, I just thought it was hilarious. Like, it's it was just a great nod. I the current state of affairs. So, right idea was it to be like, "Hey, we should buy all the toilet paper that they got." <laughs> I want to know who right idea because that whoever, whoever it was Charmin's idea, bro. Yo, Charmin, yo, shout out to Charmin, man. Yo, can I get a job? Because uh, that's that's the smartest move I ever heard of. Hey, let's make them buy all the toilet paper in the world. All right, cool. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna run to, for what? I don't know. We need toilet paper, motherfuckers. You know, dying. You need toilet paper, bro. Right. <laughs> 
No, but they bro, that's great. I tell you what, man, we come out of this man, pandemic, I think man. It's gonna be a lot of houses getting rolled this year, bro. I tell you that, bro. Oh yeah, bro. Yo, Halloween, yo. Go ahead and lock it down. You better hope you don't got no trees in front of your house because motherfuckers are gonna be wild. They're gonna be on the streets. <laughs> what you mean? They are gonna be handing it out. They are gonna be like trick or treat. Here's a roll toilet paper. What the? <laughs> all I got. That's all I got. Here's a roll toilet paper. <laughs> right. Hey, I don't like the Petersons over there. They uh catacorn. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have yeah, any candy. Man, you know, people people being people, man. I'm glad I got I'm glad I have enough common sense to be like, yo, I don't need 75 rolls of toilet paper. Like I don't take that many shits in a year. Right. Cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey uh switching gears before we get out of here, because uh I must say I'm, I'm sure it's time to wrap it up. But I um just a quick um note about the census so we in 2020 it's uh april you know what I'm saying? it's april 5th now um you know what i'm saying so we just april 1st was the official census day or whatever um and i was just uh listening to another uh another podcast and just hearing a conversation and some of the history behind the census and um uh, some of the uh the the foibles <laughs> that have hindered the census from collecting accurate data. Well, first of all, how the census even started, it 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 wasn't trying to collect accurate data because they it didn't care about certain people groups. <laughs> so, yeah, I got the perfect um, song for this segment. You know, of, uh, but hold on, uh, let me get my song of this segment. You ready? <laughs> Go. <laughs> This is the perfect transition music. All right. There you go. I'm listening. <laughs> Had to throw that in. I've been saving it for this whole time. <laughs> All facts. Because I was like, because that, that's definitely what it's about. Like, because I am black. And I mean, and it really is a start. All right. So, real talk, though. Um, the census or whatever uh i think it's, it's actually been written into the constitution um so since what 1780 1790 i think was the first time that they were able to do it because it's got to be done on uh every 10 years on a year that starts with a zero so um so the first i think it was 1780 sorry so that was the first census or whatever it's written into the constitution um it was only they, it was census collectors going door to door to actually get this information from people. So, um, you know, and we're talking about for decades, centuries even, you know what I'm saying, of people walking up to you and looking at you and eyeballing you to decide what demographic that you fit that you fit into. They didn't even add a question of self-identifying what your um, ethnicity was um, until the 1900s, I believe. So, um, you know, and I'm talking about like 19. 19- 40 or something crazy like that like it's like I, I have to go back and look at the dates but I mean it's like it was way late in the game <laughs> of them doing it. like you know even the original census uh you know uh African Americans uh black people are only considered three-fifths of a person so that's where you, you know so you got that whole part that was written into the constitution and stuff too so um Native Americans were not considered citizens so they weren't even counted yeah. in the census and it wasn't until uh, in the first census and I think they eventually started to count them as uh, they put two categories. It was Native Americans not taxed. And then it was 
uh, I'm sorry, it, they didn't say Native Americans because they were disrespectful. So it was Indians not taxed. And then uh, it was a uh, civilized Indian, I believe, was the other category of Both people who so actually cool. lived, you know, to, yes, to count those folks that, <laughs> that actually lived in the city and didn't live on a reservation or whatever. Um, at one point, they had Mexicans on, they right. showed up on one census uh, as a people group because they didn't want people uh, coming from Mexico and claiming to be uh, Native Americans or whatever and getting counted in that count. They wanted to delineate between Mexicans. And this is, mind you, this is, we talk about 18, early 1800s. So, uh, you know what I'm saying again. So, it's just been, it's been real interesting. And um, <clears throat> I just think it's important. Um, to know the history of the census, also to know why it is both, why people are afraid of filling it out, number one, uh, but then two, why it's important for us to fill it out as well, um, because there are tax dollars that are associated with it. It's, uh, it's other demographic stuff or whatever that pertains to it. Um, that is important. Um, it's also scary, though, because um in our current political climate and just in a, not even so much in our current political climate but just in the history of the country the country has been it's been kind of hard to trust right. that they would do the right thing by this information you know even with uh what is it title 13 i think is the um is uh the law or the article that's been put in place or whatever to ensure that like you can't any governmental information or the information or whatever that's, that's shared with that or whatever, it is illegal for them to use it for any other purpose um, besides the census. So, but I mean, Japanese internment camps, the only reason that those even happened or whatever around World War II was because they had that information from the census. Yeah. They knew where people were. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the main reason why so many um, Arab Americans, all our Middle East uh, folks, <clears throat> Are afraid of this is the reason why our uh, that's what I'm saying. They already been targeted since 2001. So um, you know what I'm saying, and the, the same reason why our our Latinx uh, uh, folks um, are you know skeptical because they got you know what I'm saying they got a target they got a target on their back. You know what I'm saying, really for sure since 2016, but even before that, um, you know. Um, we're having an issue or whatever about their um, their immigration status. That's why that's why there was such a big fight about the citizenship um, question being put on the census because that's the kind of stuff that has been um, historically misused in the census information or whatever. Because you you know um, so just a, uh, just my my two cents or whatever. My, I'm gonna take my my. My Yo, so I'm gonna put mine on now. So, I'm black part real quick. <laughs> no, <Nah>, like <laughs> based on what you were saying, though, you know, like I want to kind of take a little small turn. We may can elaborate on it next time. Uh, what about what about like you know? That's cool. You know, I know black people and stuff talk about you know reparations <laughs> and stuff like that. So with with <laughs> I knew right. you were gonna laugh when I said the word. That's why I, thought, I was being hesitant to say it, but. Anyways, like when you talk about like when you look at the census, whenever we're talking about, you know, black people considered three fifths of a person, you know, what and, you know, when census is definitely used for allocation of funds. So obviously back then, it probably hindered the allocation of funds to the black community. So with that being said, as a, you know, a form of, you know, reparation and not necessarily, you know, doing a direct payout, you know, because that's what a lot of people have a problem with. 
is if you do uh, reparations, where all right now yeah. you know get that money back. Hey, let us be counted as one and three fifths of a person now, or two people, you know, and stuff like that, so we can get the allocation funds into our community. You know what? That low key, that is an excellent idea that I have never thought about before, and that is a great spin on. Uh, the ideology or or some of the practices or whatever that the country has done that's actually super crazy that's so crazy that it might work but it'll also probably make a bunch of people's heads explode because they'd be like there's no way in hell that you that you work twice as much all right but it's like (laughs) (laughs) so <laughs> All right. I mean, we can we can definitely like like pick that back up for next time with, with a lot more, you know, a little bit more research, a little bit more collective thought, so that way we don't go off on deep ends, you know, keep it in the shallow waters, you know. Man, I'm always going off on the deep end. It's like I might not be able to swim that good, but I'm about to say when it comes to conversations or whatever about uh heady topics, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I got I got I know. <laughs> no, nah, it's cool. And I was like, no, nah. and I, I was like, and I, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan. Of, I try to get both sides of it. I don't ever want to seem like I'm, because uh, I mean, because it, it's, it's a conversation worth having, and it's, it's one of those things. Like, I don't want to have a conversation in a box either. Like, if we, if we gonna get into yeah. it, I'd much rather it not just be us having a conversation. Yeah, but you know, we, we bring some other last minute about ways. Uh, I mean, I think I pretty much. I made a list before we started today, which is why I was able to stay on topic and articulate a little bit better. So, I mean, I pretty much got in everything that I wanted to uh, address. I mean, a few other things on my list, but I ain't going to So, the plan is to make this a a weekly thing, Uh, hopefully every Monday, and so you have some Um, If you guys have any requests or things for us to talk about, you know what I'm saying, definitely message me. Um, You can follow me on Twitter at BoxFadeJoshi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. what I want to get to. I got one more before y'all. Y'all want to give me your socials before I get into this last couple of topics, real quick? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can hit me up on the gram um, at key k e y underscore did underscore it. Uh, so key did it. If you ask him who who uh, who did it, tell him key did it. For sure. Like you can hit me up on Instagram. Uh, I have a Twitter, but I ain't gonna um, put that out there right now. But my Instagram is uh, Leon the Great eighty eight. Hit me up on there. You can see some of my uh, <laughs> photographic work, and also you can reach out to me for any you know topics you may want to see on the our podcast. Uh, other than that, that's it. All right, man. Cool. All right. Oh, shout out to all of the um, all the frontline workers, man. Like again, and that includes you know what I'm saying every medical personnel, all the all the um all of our police and uh, first line res- first responders and stuff, but also, you know, for every garbage truck driver, for every pizza delivery guy, for all the folks in the grocery stores and uh, convenience stores, CVS and everything, man. Like, look, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. Cause you know what I'm saying? A brother would be out here struggling if I, if we couldn't get the goods and services or whatever that we need, you know, being stuck in the crib. So right. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all my service industry folk. Um, that are on uh, furlough right now. I love y'all. You know, thank you to every bartender, to every server, to every chef, you know, fry cook, whatever, man. I Speaking appreciate of that, y'all. Man, thank you. Not, not to go off on a tangent real quick, but uh, like 
my my sister's on the front line and she on a COVID nineteen unit as a nurse and she wrote something this morning. Well, she actually shared something this morning that made me really think about that. It was saying uh, I'll read it directly from the RP. It says my biggest fear as a healthcare worker right now is not dying from coronavirus. My biggest fear is seeing my child on a ventilator and knowing through through knowing I brought it home to him. And if that doesn't make you appreciate that that you actually get to stay home, I don't know what, what else to tell you. And that's the thing, like a lot of these frontline workers, man, they can really? definitely expose their family to it. And they got kids at home that could, you know, potentially die from this because of that. So Yeah, man. But I said like my wife is a veterinarian, man, and she is um still required to have to go out, you know, um every day, you know, to go to work and to uh, take care of people's Dogs and cats yeah, and stuff, because that stuff is still considered essential, like family, you know. Like and, and right. Yeah, and I was, yeah, and I'm say like, and she exposed herself every day, like to you know, what I'm saying, uh, uh, potential exposure. So it's yeah, it's it's real, bro. And this is um, that's why I, that's why I said the only thing I could really even compare it to is just is World War Two, because this is the only thing that I the only thing that I can think of in my mind that closely associates such a worldwide effect of everybody being touched at the same time in right. space. You know what I mean? So on some so, brighter notes before we go, um, all right, I got a few things. One, Sam, Carlos, Carlos yeah. G, what's up with this anchor picture, bro? <laughs> Yo, for y'all who can't see it, my man got his lips well, out. <laughs> like, like, you know how them girls so, are kissing at the camp when they're taking pictures? Trying to look sexy like, one day you respect me for who I am and love me for what I could be. Well, That's what he looked like in this picture, bro. And he got a fedora on, bro. It's the greatest thing you ever seen. I promise you. That's going to be covered as podcast. <laughs> Yo, so with that being said, I'm definitely leaving it up there. I only picked it because I was like, well, maybe he's having trouble finding me. So I like, let me go pick it real quick. And that's the first one I came yeah, well, from. That's, you know? that's the so one you had. It's definitely staying up there. Now. Talk, huh? All right. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, so my thought of the day is scared is what you are feeling, brave is what you're doing. That's from uh, Emma Donahue and the random fact of the day the smallest bone in the human body is shorter than a grain of rice. And there you have it. That's been your educational. Teach your kids something from JT. Uh, other than that, man. My man. Uh, I was cool. Thank y'all for hanging out. Um, we'll see y'all next time. And until then, stay saucy. Peace. Four Hustler Podcast.